Have I already done that as the opening one time, trying to do that song? I feel like I have. Okay. Well, maybe you used a different instrumentation. That's that's pretty much the only instrument I can do with my mouth. I can't do like a piano. How do you do a piano? Wait, wait, wait. Let me think of a piano. Okay. Do 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 do. No. Sounds sounds like a flute. Oh, maybe I could do a flute. Like yeah that's all right mm-hmm. i don't know I, I think you made the strongest uh choice that you could have made to use the uh your uh mouth organ yeah yeah i think the best one to do is a trumpet you can do yeah i mean that's kind of what i was doing but the half like, trumpet nah, half saxophone the thing where you just kind of you know mm-hmm. I think the guy who invented the trumpet was like hey check this out I've invented a new musical instrument and then his friend is like that's pretty cool he's like oh shit you don't need this thing to make that sound well uh, can all this you imagine what the world to... was like before all of these horns got invented and people were just going around making those songs to themselves Every time the king enters a room, somebody's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then the the people who are really good at that, it it was probably a really big sea change in the heraldry game. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all getting replaced by guys who are good at actual horns. Yeah, it's not fair. They weren't ready for it. They didn't see it coming. Hey, wait a minute. That gives me an idea. What if... What if we started doing a stand-up comedy routine that was like Michael Winslow, but with better sound effects? Like, we have, like, a bunch of... (laughs) We have, like, a box of old dishes that we smash on. (laughs) A pair of high-heeled shoes and a board that we walk around on. Hey fellas, you know you know when your girlfriend is walking out of the room and she's like just clip clopping our high heel shoes on the board. Mm-hmm. People are like, it's amazing. It sounds so, so much so better. So is than one of us Michael just Winslow gonna does. like kind of lean over top of a microphone and shield our face and and but we're just going to play the sound effects on the soundboard. Yeah. Okay. One okay. of us we take turns. We have like a long boom mic. And we just hold it up to the other one. So maybe there's one where, uh, you know, we've got like a bag of chips and we're struggling to open the bag of chips. And the other one's just holding the mic up to the bag of chips. Then And then we're talking about uh, like a action movie. We're like, and then he was like, ha, ha, ha. And the other one of us has like a, like an old a couch cushion sound and they're just beating oh. the cushion with a with a wooden rod to make the punch noises. Okay. So hi-ya, hi-ya. the audience will see us uh, creating live foley on stage. Yes. We are we are just recording all of this and then 
playing it back as if we are creating this noise with our mouth. No, we aren't going to be frauds about it. We're oh, just okay. going to we're going to do what Michael Winslow does, but mm-hmm. on a more professional scale. People will they'll appreciate the artistry. Mm-hmm. We have like a big piece of sheet metal, and we're <laughs> to make a thunder and lightning sound, doing okay. like the little <laughs> UFO. Ah, there it is. Oh, that's more of a, what Michael Winslow would do. We'll have like a whole, we'll have like a little turbine, I guess. We need some other stuff to make the. Yeah, a hand crank jet engine. Mm-hmm. Just one of those little, like the old siren that they used to put on the fire, on the fire truck, you know, the little crank up one. Mm-hmm. So much cooler than now. We're just like a bunch of <coughs> digital noises yeah, coming at you. Do you think that there is a, a specific uh, fireman DJ who drops the siren? Oh, yeah. That'd be cool, huh? And he could uh, add some little tweaks in there. You know, each, each uh, firehouse has a slightly different siren because mm-hmm. this is how the boys from the south side Get down yeah. when it's time to put out a fire. They got <laughs> the the those boys in Oakland. They got a totally different sound out there. It's like nothing you've ever heard. Yeah, that's that's why if you go to just about any of the dance clubs uh, in town, they're thick with firemen trying to find <laughs> out what what the next hot sound is. <laughs> Folks, we don't have a podcast yet. We've been trying for several years now, and we have yet Mm -hmm. to establish what the subject of this podcast should be. I'm Nathan B. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. That's the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> what if we just did that? That'd be way yeah. less work. Yeah. It, instead of instead of recording ourselves trying to come up with the idea, if we just checked in every week, just a quick little podcast where we just say, nope. Yep. The, the only idea it. we had uh, was the, the sound we effects. We had an idea for... Yeah. yeah. We had some ideas for the, what the fire department could do, but... Mm-hmm. Nothing for a podcast. If, Tune in next I week. Stopped writing these down. I think that's what the show would be. So that's we, essentially we put that into all we. This is the easiest thing we could possibly do. To just quiet quit the podcast. Mm-hmm. I do have an idea, though. I would love to hear it. I don't have a name for this, but I think that coming up with the name is part of the process. I propose that we create our own award show mm-hmm. similar to the rock and roll hall of fame induction. I'm listening. Yes. Because nobody likes the rock and roll hall of fame induction awards every year. People are mad about who has been 
proposed to be inducted and who remains uninducted. Mm-hmm. So I guess not just an award show, but a thing where we're going to say like, we're going to call ourselves like the, you know, the museum of great critters. And then we'll be like this year, the candidates are stink bug. <laughs> People are like stink bug doesn't belong in the museum of great critters. They still haven't inducted ducks. Yeah. I've been I've been uh, on the howler monkey bandwagon since year one. When's that going to happen? Yeah, they've been doing they've been inducting animals into the Museum of Great Critters for 25 years now. Mm. Still somehow have not gotten around to inducting the trilobite. It's true. And, and you look at what's in there, and I'm wondering uh, if, if you follow the money, where it's going to go to, because mm-hmm, horse is mm-hmm. in there, pony is in there, mm-hmm. zebra made made the cut. Yeah. You know, mule. They've, they've gotten too woke. Mm-hmm. They should call it the, the Museum of Woke Critters. <laughs> <laughs> People people hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is is what? But I've is, is your your podcast? Uh, w- would we be doing the uh, Great Critters, or would we be doing a rival Rock and Roll? Oh, we could do a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and get it even even more controversial than the official Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What if we called ours the official Rock and Roll? Yeah. Hall of Fame? Uh, Sorry, we, guys. Why don't we you do it like where the rock and roll, the rock and roll Hall of Fame without the assholes? <laughs> the if you were an asshole on your way up, if 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 you if you were a real jerk, you you will not get into our institution. No, no, so only the nice guys of rock and roll. <laughs> no stinkers. And then we immediately let Ted Nugent in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? No! Have Kid Rock there to uh, induct him. Yeah. Ooh, what if we did that? What if we made... Now, this is getting pretty far from my original idea, but I like the idea of doing a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, for all... Because those are the guys, you know, the people who gripe about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know... Letting a black lady be inducted. And then they're like, but what about Ted Nugent, man? So what if we did like a dinner for schmucks version of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? (laughs) (laughs) It's just Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for dickheads. It's the only Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for dickheads by dickheads. I guess that implies that we're dickheads, too. That's fine. We're the ones making fun of people yeah, yeah. who just like want to like want to like something. Well, it's it's arbitrary. It's not like in sports when people have won awards. They have uh, statistics that show someone's prowess. Like it's completely yeah. opinion based in in the first place. Yeah, they're like these guys don't even rock at all. 
that's that's where my mind is is that you can you can get a lot of publicity out of this by just saying that this is rock and roll and then every year you have like you know Lyle Lovett and like Caro Caro Benito just put some shit in there that is not rock and roll at all and then watch watch those idiots get so mad about it that they give you all the publicity you could ever ask for. But I think we could make them even matter if we said that, say, the the Podtron has a algorithm Ooh, that, yeah. that uh, is accurate to with a tenth of a rocking point, and we can <laughs> definitively say that these are that this is a definitive ranking of well how much the parameters. These, these acts rock. This is a this is fifty seven percent rock and at least seventy eight percent roll. I think maybe you need to recalibrate your machinery because this is clearly coming across as rock and roll to us. Yeah. Well, I don't know what piece of claptrap you're using, but uh, I trust our algorithm. He's probably cranking it like an old time fire siren. I'm I'm just looking here and and it's it's saying that this is hot funk, cool punk, and old junk. And according to <laughs> Professor William Joel, that is still rock and roll to me. Do you got a podcast idea? I do. Uh, this one is called The Interview, comma, by Proxy. And uh, this this is a podcast idea that uh, also tries to uh, save us some time and effort. It would be a show in which uh, we would need a couple of guests and they would not actually be on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I would have uh, an interviewer guest on the line. You would have a uh, interviewee guest on the line. And we would act as a proxy for their interview. Okay. So we're going to so have we're... one stashed over here. One stashed over there. They're never going to see each other. They're never going to hear each other. So, yeah. So it's like a game of telephone. But also like a Charlie Rose yeah. style. Yeah. But if uh, if we want to, we can, uh, you know, hit mute on the line to uh, our proxy. Mm -hmm. And uh, we could have a little commentary on what we think of the conversation that's happening. Oh, but yeah. we can't. We got to be quick about it so that they don't know anything is up. So it'd be like we have our video chat going, but then we also have. So we'd be doing three recordings at once. So that the uh, the two folks on either end of us. Are we hearing them or are we just hearing us? Um, do you want to? I, I was want... thinking I was going to have a phone call with the, the person that I'm acting as proxy for and then <clears throat> probably put my cans off of one ear so I can hear what's going on in both places. Oh, so they're going to they're not even going to be on the call. They're just going to be. I don't even know if I'm going to tell them that uh, there's a podcast in which we're doing a proxy interview. For all <laughs> they just... know, I will just be interviewing them. 
You're just sitting at a table in a Starbucks trying to strike up a conversation with somebody while I'm in your ear. Ask, yeah. ask them, ask them if they've ever, if they've ever uh, been to the circus. And then you're okay. like, so have you ever been to the circus? Your honor, have you ever been to the circus? Sure. It's a guy with a big red nose. I well, I mean, what? I I know what coffee shop all the judges go to, so of course I'm going to go down there and scout for talent. Ooh, is it the coffee shop that's like in the courthouse? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. How did you and know? It, does it have like a fun, you know, a fun name? Uh, like, I, sure, I think like, it's called uh, Recess. Recess. I was yeah. say, I'm pretty sure there is a bar called Sidebar down by the courthouse. Mm-hmm. I think it has nothing to do with the the courthouse and more the uh, the the guy who owns it is a big fan of the uh, ABC Children's Show mm-hmm. Recess. He's got a huge crush on Spinelli. That's right. All right i i got a I got another idea for a podcast. Okay. This is called Podcast for the Treatment. Podcast for the Treatment. And this is... I, I just realized both of my ideas this week are, are just trying to lure people into some sort of a, a, a trap. The, this one is basically, you know, the <laughs> Susan G. Komen Foundation? Sure do, sure The do. Race for the Cure... Yeah, the completely reputable on the up and up cancer charity. Yes. Yeah. So, but they have trademarked the phrase for the cure. Mm-hmm. So no one else can do anything for the cure. Well, I propose that we start a charity podcast for the treatment of cancer, which we can get pretty uh, high and mighty about the fact that. We're actually doing something unlike certain other cancer charities that just keep promising a cure and never delivering on it. Just uh, putting all that money straight into the philosopher's stone We're 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 picking up the pieces where they lay. But we also need to trademark the phrase for the treatment. So anytime (laughs) anybody gets a little bit of treatment, we get our beaks wet. Okay. I, I'd love to get some of that cancer water on my beak. <laughs> Just in the hospital. Oh, it appears that your grandmother has a rare form of bone cancer. And, uh, well, there are a few options. The, uh, the most, the most straightforward one is, well, before I say it, uh, I need to, uh, introduce, Two guys, and then it's us with mm-hmm. microphones. Hello, we yeah. peek around the corner. I'm gonna bow. We're a lot. here for the treatment. <laughs> <laughs> we have the little the little bag on the end of a stick, like they stick out at like a church revival tent. You have to put mm-hmm. money in the little bag on a stick. That's good. Okay, send her old bones back there. She's ready <laughs> for the treatment now. If we're going to be the mascots of this charity, can we build uh, some mascot suits of ourselves 
so that Ooh. there can be uh, helpers for us in, in every city in the world holding out that bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but these suits are just kind of cartoon representations of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like... like, like a, I don't think we'll have a Disney-level uh, suit. It'll probably be more like Shoney Bear level, but... Yeah. And it'll freak people out when we take the head off and it's just a sweatier version of the same thing inside. Mm-hmm. Maybe we make the mascots look sweaty. Just so that it's not jarring when we take the heads off. <laughs> you're at the hospital. You're like, the doctor's like, well, it's not good. And I saw the sweaty boys coming up the elevator. I know what it is, doctor. <laughs> So we're we're there. Uh, nobody gets a diagnosis without us <laughs> jumping in there. Well, as soon as the the doctor can diagnose you with cancer, yeah. but as soon as he starts talking about delivers the diagnosis, and we uh, yeah. get that treatment first. Very we're getting good. a little bit right off the top, and not just with melanomas, but we also we want part of that. If you got tumors, we get to keep some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't want I don't want my share of the tumors. <laughs> they can keep them. These might be worth something someday. Yeah. What if we Do you think that there could be a market for that where where you're just like I have Mickey Mantle's rookie tumor? Yeah. <laughs> I've got one of Tom Green's balls. <laughs> what if we just we you know, the Funko Pop market has completely collapsed. What if we just slid in there with the collectible tumors? Mm-hmm. And we just, I mean, they're just tumors. They're just tumors in jars. But then we're like, this one is Nathan Fillion from, from Firefly. It's just a tumor, but we're like, no, that's, that's, that's Nathan Fillion. You don't recognize uh, his uh, distinctive Shaking coat too little. On, on the tomb. There he is, yeah. <laughs> and this one over here, that's Detective Castle. He's off to solve another crime. Oh, look at this little guy. That's Rocket Raccoon. It's in a little tiny vial. It's just a, a mole that somebody had removed. <laughs> it's good because it's teaching people to use their imaginations again. Back in the day, you could sell somebody a rock or a walnut with googly eyes on it. Could you imagine doing that now? Actually, kind of, yeah. I think I think that they could uh, make a pretty big comeback. I feel like we'd have to make the rocks and walnuts out of plastic for people to believe that they were going to yeah, they, they would find some sort of joy from them. This dirty thing? Mm, I don't know. Bring this into my home? Hmm. It's a rock. No, no, it's Doctor Strange. I already have Doctor Strange, thank you. And it's an ovarian cyst in a jar. You can't fool me. (laughs) Do you got another idea for a podcast? I do, and uh, just uh, continuing the theme of them all being traps this week. uh, This is uh, Funny Podcast Games. Oh no! 
<laughs> it's it's a podcast in which we show up unannounced uh, to someone's home to do a podcast. But they okay. are <laughs> coerced into uh, being an audience for. We would tie them up and we have on little matching tennis outfits. Yeah, you get it. I do get it. I'm a little worried about how this plays out. Well, when I was uh, coming up with these ideas, uh, I, I was thinking, well, well, we'll never actually do it. But it's been on my list for a very long time. So uh, we, we get to uh, kick the tires on it today. Yeah. just th- I'm trying to think of who who would be the most realistic option of who to, who does to do to to who to do this to and then what would be the most fun and i think most fun would be senator mitch mcconnell yeah yeah which no, uh, wait, he's wait. actually part of the general group of what i said most doable which is uh the elderly they're frail yeah. and weak he just he falls down a flight of stairs and we're waiting at the bottom with a microphone. Yeah, we didn't break in. Welcome to did the you show. Ha- you had a concussion recently. You don't remember letting us in. You totally did. <laughs> you said that you're a big fan of our show and you can't wait. We're your grandsons. Let's mm-hmm. get you to bed. We trick him into thinking he's married to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> He's like, she is familiar to me. That's right. That's your wife. Our grandma. (laughs) We love you, Grandpa. August. Where's the gold hidden? Yeah, where do you bury all... You told us that you needed help digging up all the gold, Grandpa. You said, we need the gold so that we can go to the drag show brunch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not much of a podcast the way it's playing out in my mind but I'm loving it just us and a ve- severely concussed Mitch McConnell having a day out on the town with a sack full of gold coins <laughs> just going going around like Scrooge McDuck and two of his nephews just tossing gold coins to all the to all the drag queens in town and and smiling and waving mm-hmm. to TMZ or whoever. There's not much TMZ. TMZ doesn't do much around here in Kentucky. No, I feel I, like I, we need I believe more we even TMZ. had a podcast idea that was just TMZ for Kentucky. Yeah. TMZ colon KFC. Kentucky filmed content. Funny podcast games. I watched a. I mean, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. But I watched that horror film with Helen Hunt. Have you heard okay. about it? Yeah, I think it's called no. I See You. And uh, the whole time that we were watching it, I was like, "Man, <clears throat> I." cannot pay attention to this movie because of what Helen Hunt looks like. And I was like, I, am I, am I being sexist right now? And so I checked and the internet was like, no, we're all distracted by Helen Hunt's face. 
I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw Helen Hunt in, and I do feel like it's been a very long time. Well, she's transformed herself into Mr. Odo from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Okay. <laughs> Can she also uh, turn completely into liquid in, in a bucket? Yeah, she has to sleep in a bucket now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's That's cool. It, it really, takes all kinds, you know. It's like Bucket she got people. her face smoothed out, but for some reason, it just like her eyes are like receding back into her skull, and her mouth is just like closing up into a little belly button. Cute. And she's playing a lady who is, I think, supposed to be like forty. In that movie, she had a son in high school. Well, I mean, it's it's only fair that she gets to do that. Uh, how how long did Al Pacino get to play a guy who's like 40? Yeah, he I probably is making a movie right now where he's playing a guy who's 40. He's got a 25 is, year old girlfriend. Every time I see a picture of Al Pacino, I saw a video of Al Pacino just y- yesterday and his hair is so fucking wild. He looks like he looks like one of the skeletons that scares Indiana Jones. <laughs> like just a wisp of long hair that's like just going out in every direction. You can fully see his entire scalp through the hair, and he's just got it teased out like crazy. Is he just the, acting like he's on cocaine at this point, or is he still really on cocaine all the time? You know, I don't. He's such a I good actor. Know. I could, I could see it going either way. It's one of those things, you know, when somebody is like a stoner for a really long time, and then they just kind of turn into that becomes who they are. Is mm-hmm. it possible that that is what cocaine does too? Because that doesn't feel like how that works. I feel like cocaine makes you like, like Ozzy Osbourne, right? Like, well, you, I, I think it, that there's a there are a lot of uh, variables in the uh, intricate equation that is Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just kind of imagine that cocaine works the way that uh, Donald Trump thinks that exercise <laughs> works, where if you use up too much energy, then you run out like a battery. And maybe that's that's what cocaine, in my mind, does. Have you seen that video of Trump? Sorry, I'm getting distracted from being distracted here. Have you seen that video of Trump where he says 69? No. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> Hang on. You'll see some numbers that are incredible. You'll see some numbers that are... We just had one today... 69 for Trump, and I think 18 or 19 for the sanctimonious. Yeah, we were at 69 and one today. 69 for Trump. <sighs> All right, let's go to the Podtron. Okay. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence that we trained by giving it a list of the most popular podcasts and then it analyzed that information and it outputs a list of new podcasts that it thinks might be 
a good jumping off point for our own great podcast. Podcast titles like the Not So Funny Podcast. No. So this is, I mean, yours was called Funny Podcast Games. This one, Not So Funny Podcast. Well, I think that mine would have probably in practice turned out to not be very funny. I'd like the movie Funny Games. Yeah. So perhaps a not so funny podcast could go the other way and actually yeah. be very funny. It'll be like there's a monster at the end of this book. You remember you think that we one? Can get Grover? Grover. It's Grover. I we don't just... think we can afford Grover. We'll have to get like the Latin American Sesame Street monster. And his name's like uh, Jorge or something. Mm. Oh, Jorge. Hey, Dios mío. Now, now I'm trying to figure out. The monstro at the end of the libro. You know how when you take Spanish in school, you get to choose your uh, your Spanish language name that you'll be called? The, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. list of names that you could choose from did not contain everything. You know, I, mm-hmm. I would like to know what Grover in Spanish is. That is a it's a name you don't hear a lot. Do you think that do you think that they phased it out because of the Sesame Street guy? I, I think that that happened. Uh, I think that a, a lot of people used to be named Grover. A lot of people used to be named Kermit. And then. They were like, that name's burnt. I'm not naming my kid after a fucking Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Grover Norquist's parents were probably so mad when Sesame Street came out. They were like, no. What? what? So the Not So Funny podcast. What if we did a podcast where uh, we tried to not joke around at all? Okay. Like, imagine... Imagine uh, I had a friend growing up who uh, would always have a crush on some girl who was in the theater department. And he would be like, dude, you got to come with me to see this production of, of Steel Magnolias. Because the girl in this play, I'm trying to talk to her. And so I'd have to go, I'd have to go with him to see Steel Magnolias so that he could be like, hey, that was a really good job afterwards. And then the whole time I would just be like, (laughs) (laughs) like, having a ball, but not when I was supposed to be. You were getting elbowed a lot to shut up. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Everyone can hear at you the, laughing. At the production of Steel Magnolias that I saw, I somehow got sat in between my friend and the uh, dean of the college. And it was a very small kind of black box theater. And they made the decision to use an actual radio on stage to give the atmosphere of uh, it taking place in a in a beauty shop and uh, I, this was a radio that was just tuned to the radio. And at one point, you know, when the Sally field character dies, the radio started playing, let the good times roll. 
<laughs> so maybe we could do that. We could do a podcast. We could go to what's a what's a solemn occasion? Something where we shouldn't be having a good time. Funeral. Yeah. Or uh maybe something not that solemn. Like a memorial? A then? christening. Yeah, maybe uh okay. maybe we get ourselves invited to someone's someone's baby's baptism. Mm-hmm. Or a or a bris. Divorce court. Oh, there we go. We're we're at if you're getting a divorce, could you invite us to do a podcast? We're members of episode? the press. We've got the little we're, card in our pockets. We've got you have little, to let us in. I've got one in my hat. Press. Gotta let we're court reporters <laughs> for divorce court. <laughs> it's just it's just a a little weekly paper that we put out where we report on all the divorces and give our takes on whose fault it was. Yeah. Try to get quotes from them as they're they're leaving the building. Just like it's the crime to, times to but for our... divorce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the divorce times. We have like a section that's called ready to mingle <laughs> where we've got all, all the hot the hot ladies mug shots or whatever. They don't get well, they don't I mean, do mug shots mug for shots. divorce court. Yeah. No, they would be uh glamour shots that that uh I I have a studio uh where where I take uh, the sexy boudoir pictures of the newly divorced <laughs> women. Ah, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. That's a very good idea. Do you have an idea from the Podtron? I do. Uh, this one is called This Week in Creepville. This Week in Creepville? Yeah. Which, uh, I guess This Week in Creepville, uh, you know. You're standing around outside the divorce court. the divorce court. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Handing out your little business cards to all the uh-huh. newly divorced ladies. Yeah, I, I've got I the divorce times, but I also have a yeah, a creep, a yeah. how-to creep guide that is constantly being updated. But really, this week in Creepville could be about real-life creeps, and then also creeps of the fictional variety. Like we could do a segment on uh, Helen Hunt's t- melting woman character in this new mm. film you're talking about. <laughs> this movie came out like uh four years ago but no oh. it was a very bad time for movies coming out so no. everyone's just discovering it now on netflix ah, but I they see. should have called it the melting woman that would have there's i'll say that the script the script is pretty good but it gets outshined by just the bizarreness of Helen Hunt's new face. And that's a shame. This week in Creepville, we could do like a, a police blotter, get some good mm-hmm. like peeping Tom stories. A man who, uh, that locally, that teacher that got suspended for dressing up like an old lady mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, then walking around creep. the gas station parking lot with a map asking people for help and then groping their penises when they tried to help. That's a pretty good one in Creepville. That's, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we need to find. Stuff that's not too, you know, 
distasteful. Yeah. But just like that guy, when he got arrested, he said, this is just my, this is a flirting technique is what he said. <laughs> yeah. And, and they said when, uh, the, one, one of the, uh, victims, uh, asked him not to do that. He said, uh, Oh, you're shy. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to be shy with me. Oh, yeah, but you know what? I try to people pick are up like... people at, at, at truck stops. You don't have to be shy. And that's the only possible explanation for your behavior. Yeah. You know, if it had been like Denzel Washington dressing up like a little old lady and wandering around the parking lot of a speedway with a map asking for help and then tugging on people's dicks, they wouldn't have called it sexual harassment. That's I, just... I think they would. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was somebody hot like, like Toby Maguire doing it. <laughs> Spider-Man grabbed my dick. <laughs> Spider-Man. That's this week in Creepville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, Spider-Man, I'm shy. <laughs> You're making me blush over here, Spider-Man. <laughs> I got another one. Okay. The Podron suggests a podcast called Weenie Boy Special. Ooh, okay. And I guess that this would be, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could go with this, but I think it would just be fun to do a podcast about theoretical hot dogs. You know, you remember my burger week? <clears throat> I do remember. I, I joined in on the burger week on that's right. Two of the seven days. Folks, if if you don't follow my my uh personal Instagram account, you can go ahead and do that. It's it's at Nathan P thousand. But what last summer I guess yeah. I uh I was home for a whole week without the wife and kids, and I decided to uh, invent a different new hamburger every every day for a week and uh my wife was worried for my health she thought i was going to die from hamburger poisoning or something i guess but we can't let her know about this but she's <laughs> going out of town for a week <laughs> i can do a hot dog week yeah uh, well, the first idea that immediately hits me is uh, in a cheeseburger. Are you familiar with a Juicy Lucy? Yes. A burger that has a completely cheese core that gets molten as you cook it. Mm-hmm. Crack it open and it's all melty cheese inside. Uh, yes. what, what about a, uh, 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 a burger that has a complete hot dog inside of it? Oh, kind of an inverse version of the cheeseburger roller grill hot dog. Yeah, but only there's a real, you know, the the burger is just armor for the all hot dog center. What about this? So, I have I have a hot dog making machine. I own like you a do. meat grinder that has the attachment that you can make your own links like okay, I, well, you just you, have to get the casings 
I've, I'm shocked so, that you've never told me about this before and a little disappointed that you haven't told me about this before. <laughs> I've never used it. Okay. It's the sort of thing where, uh, you know, Laura thinks it's nice that I like to cook and that uh, I'm I'm good at, like, doing new things. And so she was like, well, this is nice. I'll get you, like, all the all the gizmos and gadgets for your, for your uh, fancy stand mixer. Uh, but then no one... No one else in my family likes sausage, so I've never gotten to make the sausage. I don't, you know, none of them like to know how the sausage gets made, so I don't make the sausage. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. What if I and took it probably hot wouldn't dogs. help if they started. Okay. Uh, I'm listening. I'm putting the hot dogs into the grinder and then... Immediately and then making a sausage uh, out of making a sausage out of hot dog, just a larger hot dog out of smaller hot dogs, grinding I, I them into. I think that uh, that's that's uh, the same principle as distillation. If you then took your hot dog sausages that you've made and put them right back into the grinder again, you're you're getting ever so closer to the purity of the perfect dog. <laughs> Here's what we do. We take we take the hot dogs and we cut them we cut them up into coins. Then we put them on the grill, get them nice and smoky. Then we put them into the grinder. Then re hot dogify them, and then we grill those. Dot dot dot. New new kind of hot dog. It's smoked on the inside. Also, uh, to do uh, super, super spicy hot dog uh, to give to your enemies. Ooh. I've made uh, some like triple a- distilled perfect hot dogs for everybody. Everybody's eating them saying, oh, isn't this delicious? And then you give uh, the pepper X hot dog to whoever your enemy is. We do, uh, you know, you know, the one chip challenge. Mm hmm. What if we did not to be confused with chips the, challenge, right? Or checks quest. Okay. The the one chip challenge, but it's a little Vienna sausage. It's the, it's a very very spicy little <laughs> hot dog this big, and it just comes. It's wrapped up like a <laughs> like a little uh, tootsie roll. And, and we they've just got sell all them these signs around it saying, like, this this tiny hot dog is very, very spicy, not for the faint of heart, uh, consult your doctor before purchasing this item, etc. Flaming hot dog. Oh, my God. Yeah. This shit you writes make itself. Your fingers. Just a bright red hot dog. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could print little flames on the side of it. We'll just uh, have a, a a stencil, a char stencil. We can have a uh, char flames on it. Oh yeah, like the like the char printing on the burgers at Burger King. Mm. We could get. I bet. I think I know somebody who knows somebody who knows Guy Fieri. We could get him on board with this Guy Fieri's. One dog challenge. If he doesn't want to, there's always Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Hi, I'm Joey Chestnut. The only time I eat one hot dog is when it's 
Nathan and AJ's one Nathan hot dog challenge. Nathan and AJ's famous hot dog. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan's <laughs> infamous, and it's got a picture of me dressed like the devil. Yeah. <laughs> That's Weenie Boy Special. All right, you got one more? I do. This one is called Unfuck the Real Illusion. Unfuck the Real Illusion. Yeah. And, so, and this this is going to be a conspiracy theory podcast where we find all the real conspiracy theories, report them to you and try to take apart the real illusion. Get this it sounds like a like a true TV show hosted by Dave Navarro. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's Dave Navarro. I'll be Dave Navarro and you can be Guy Fieri. And we're going from diner to diner all over <laughs> New Mexico, unfucking these real illusions. And yeah. every every week we but have a different guest. also eating diner food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we always tie it into the diner food somehow. Like a, like an episode of Scrubs, there's always like a yeah. little monologue at the end. And we'll usually that. have like one, one of the Pawn Stars or an American Picker on there too. Yeah. We'll have the Property Brothers on for the season premiere. Chris Angel for mm-hmm. Sweeps Week. William Shatner. Hot as shit off of his trip to space. Ready to happy birthday up some diner to the food. man. <laughs> yeah, he dies on our show because we make him eat <laughs> diner food and then we scare him with a fake UFO. Yeah, this man's been to space. We thought he could handle it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to the Shatner family. We, we feed uh, Nathan's infamous to all of our guests. We scared your 94 year old papa. Because we thought that he was just as invincible as the characters he played on TV. They should have made all of his characters go to space. Not just Captain Kirk. Like all of the time or just one episode where T.J. Hooker is in space? T.J. Hooker goes to space for an episode. You know how they do that where they'll have like the, you know, people from the old show that somebody was on guest star on the new show. They should have mm-hmm. just done that, but with space. Maybe like space an episode. Space starring. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an episode of Boston Legal where he has to defend the Klingons in court. Yeah. <laughs> and, we uh, love it. He, it's, it's set in Space Boston. <laughs> space Boston. Because uh, this, this is actually just a hundred years from, from the time that... Uh, the normal continuity of Boston legal takes place. And so William Shatner's uh, vanity would allow him to be like, just put a little gray around my temples. This this is what I'll look like (laughs) in the year 2127. (laughs) He's playing a fictionalized version of himself that lived to be 200 years old. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, well, his character on Boston the, Legal. The, the <laughs> character on Boston long. Legal is just 
a fictionalized version of the actor William yeah. Shatner. Doesn't so have a law degree. Fake, fake gray coloring <laughs> on top of his fake brown coloring. <laughs> Sounds good. Yep. All right. Here's here's what we got this week. We got uh, what did we call this one? The Museum of what the was official it? Something Rock critters. and Roll Hall of Fame. The yeah. official rock, the real rock and roll Hall the of Fame. rock and roll critter museum. <laughs> we got the interview by proxy podcast for the treatment. Funny podcast games, not so funny podcast. This week in Creepville, Weenie Boys special, and unfuck the real illusion. I think that we're picking off the Podtron list this week. I, I think that I the really Weenie Boy special and Weenie Boy uh, this special. Week Weenie Creepville Boy special. Are... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Weenie Boy special it is. Folks, if you want to hear Weenie Boy special, you can uh, head over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet or whitehouse.boats. That's our vanity URL. Sign up to support us, and you'll get access to the the vault. If you like the show that isn't a show, you'll like the show that is a show even more. Every single one of these we actually do record and try before returning like a dog to its vomit to the Podtron and our own ideas. Uh, also, follow us on Instagram. At WDHAPY, we'll be posting pictures of the hot dogs all hot dog week. So even if you're a big cheapskate and you don't want to support the show, you can still get a glimpse of uh, what kind of ideas we came up with for Weenie Boy Special. Thanks for listening. I'm Nathan B. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Good night.